Hello, and welcome to the Road from Emmaus podcast. I'm Jason Lowe, joined by Andrew Chow, and we are two totally ordinary Catholic guys hoping to share our journeys. Like the disciples on the road to Emmaus, we've each encountered Christ in our lives. Join us as we talk about what comes next. Andrew and Cherry are officially married now, but our podcast doesn't stop. On today's episode, Andrew and I spend some time answering the question of what one should do if they're new to the Catholic faith. What should I do? What should my approach be? What resources can I look at? We answer all these questions and more, and we hope you have a good listen. So it's been a week since you got married, since you and Cherry got married. How's the life? What's it been like? week and a half. Uh, most of it's been uh, just traveling, which honestly isn't much different from just traveling in general. Um, so nothing too crazy there, but it's been about a day and a bit. We were talking about this earlier. Um, it's uh, it's nice to have someone to share life with. I think it's, it's sure. the thing that's starting to really settle in because yeah. I'm used to just living alone and like texting people all day. Yeah. It's nice to have like an actual other person to share life with, especially, you know, being... Uh, Cherry being my wife now, so it's it's even more special. So it's it's really uh, I think it's starting to settle in a little bit. It's funny because the flip side of that is people will usually joke like, "Oh, you enjoy that now, but eventually you're going to be too much into each other's space and whatever." But I'm sure that won't be the case for you guys. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was talking to my coworkers today, and the, and all of them are married, and they're like, "As long as you know that, like, she's always right." And I was like, I've, "I'm a weekend, and I'm already very well aware." Of course. Um, and my friend was talking about like, oh, you know, eventually you might earn yourself like a corner of the house. And I was like, man, I'll be lucky. <laughs> <laughs> a corner. That's a little too high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you said you traveled. You guys went went to Vancouver, yeah? Went to Vancouver, yeah. So I spent a week there. I stayed at my parents' place, which was really nice. And just went and uh, we really relaxed and uh, literally didn't think about anything at all. Yeah. Um, just woke up and we're like, where do you want to eat today? <laughs> so like, nice. we, we ate out for every single meal. Um, and we like, we went on a hike, we went on some bike rides, we went and had some shopping therapy or retail therapy, whatever it's Retail called. therapy, I guess. Retail therapy. And then, uh, yeah, we had a day where we just slept for like 18 hours. Cause I think all of the fatigue just hit us like a truck. Cause like. When we first got there, it was like so exciting to be in Vancouver now. So we kept going and then it was like a week and a half straight of just going. And then we just, we were like, I'm feeling a little bit tired. Let's just keep napping. And then we just <laughs> slept for like the whole day. I guess that's the crash of the adrenaline and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. Basically. Well, you guys are new to the married life. Today we're going to talk about something else that's new for, for some people. Um, we're, we're talking to... I think we're going to cater this particular episode to those who are new to to the faith. Um, we wanted to just spend some time, Andrew and I, talking about, you know, if you are someone who has just recently discovered the Catholic faith, right? The, the Even the Christian faith, like, what is this about? Or not necessarily what it's about, but more so, what should I do, right? How do I approach this? Um, and, and even if it's not someone who is, uh, totally discovering the faith out of, out of the blue, but maybe someone who has been, uh, growing up in, in, in a Catholic environment, uh, but never really, never really, um, was all that involved or anything. And, and, you know, after all these years, right, just, um, maybe just picking it up again, something, something nudged you in this particular direction. So we just wanted to spend some time talking about that. It's funny because I think, uh, sorry. Nope, go for it, go for it. I, I was going to say, in particular, because I think a lot of times, especially if you're newer to the faith, 
it can seem like you go through prep if you're younger, RCA if you're a little bit older, and then you're just kind of like, you now you know all the things, now go and be Catholic, right? So, um, you know, what does that really mean? I think, you know, sometimes you don't get a lot of guidance in terms of what comes next, and, and that's kind of why we want to have this conversation, I think. Exactly, exactly, right? So it's the whole question of, I'm new to this faith, what should I do? How should I go about it? And um, what I was going to say earlier was just that, like, our, our it's kind of like this episode is a precursor to our entire podcast, because, yes. you know, obviously, you know, if you followed us for a while now, our, our podcast is generally more catered towards those who are a bit more involved in their faith already. Mm -hmm. um, like, if, if you listen to, you know, the 20 odd episodes that we put out, it's that the whole introduction is like, you know, we've, we've encountered Christ on that road to Emmaus. Now, what do we do after that initial encounter as we walk away from Emmaus, right? So yeah. um, I think, you know, we're both pretty excited to do this particular episode just because, you know, yeah. um, you know, we have, we have this interest as well. We're definitely going to meet people who are new to the faith, people who are interested in learning about the faith. So, yeah. um, so let's dive into it here. So I, I, I think as we were kind of just talking through what we thought would fit into, you know, someone who is in these shoes. I think the biggest thing is definitely the community aspect. Um, yeah, yeah. I can, I can definitely tell you and share if I haven't already shared. I think I have. Uh, one of the biggest things that launched me into kind of my own independent ownership almost of, of my own faith life was when I had all these um, people around me who I knew were also going through kind of the same struggles, the same journey, um, the same discovery of who Christ was and, mm -hmm. and sharing, sharing my experiences with these people kind of through uh, various ministries, various retreats. Um, we've talked about, you know, for example, the GT retreat, which is actually coming up um, yeah. in, in September during Labor Day weekend. But we've been to other retreats, you know, whether with schools, whether it, with our parishes, like all of these little experiences, I can definitely say like they were so, so, so integral for me um, to get to know the community that is around me and, and to be mm -hmm. able to really feel like you know a lot, a lot of this just comes comes down to belonging and it's kind of like yeah. you're belonging to a community for sure a community of people and you know we often say in this kind of context a community of like-minded people but i think it's also realizing that we're a community of like-minded people created by christ um loved yeah. by christ and i think that's the biggest thing that connects all of us oh totally and i think you know it it's uh it can go both ways too so not only is that what kept you there it's also what drew me back into the faith we talked about how right. this can be for different people for different reasons um where where they might be discovering the faith for the first time or rediscovering the faith and for me it was definitely the latter in terms of rediscovering that life in the faith and um you know really my story started with that community out in out at western mm -hmm. uh, where it was just this seeing the peace and the joy of the community and that's what really drew me in and then you know that was something that was clearly missing and you know i really do believe that it the way that we learn about this and the way that we witness this is through relationships and that's why community is so important right when we talk about um you know lots of different things you know my favorite ca uh, catechism quote that talks about how god created us in love and holds us in existence in love right um in that quote Talking about love, love as St. John Paul II defines it is the gift of self, which necessitates an other that you're giving yourself to. Yeah. So in order for us to be held in this love, there needs to be that relationship, that community of giving of ourselves to each other. And I think it's, it's you know, 
whether you realize it or not, when you surround yourself with that community, there's some really, really deep theology in terms of what you're learning about of the faith through your relationships with each other, I think. I'm glad you bring up relationships because, I mean, you've already touched on this, um, so I might be reiterating at this point, but just the relationships that are foundational to what our faith life Mm -hmm. is about. So you and I have already talked about on our podcast in previous episodes about how it's so important to kind of not just maintain, but really truly invest in, in this relationship that, that God wants you to have with him, right? That, that our, our mother Mary wants, wants us to have with her. And, and so, you know, what better place to start cultivating what that looks like than, than with the people around you already that you are, that you are connected with, that you are interacting with on, you know, perhaps a regular basis to be able to understand that the friendships that you, that you make, um, can actually, it it definitely has a big impact on, you know, how you form and shape your, your prayer life, how you form and shape your, your interior life with Christ, which, you know, that those things, you know, you can refer to our previous 20, whatever episodes on, but, um, more so, you know, down the road, if you're someone who is new to the faith, um, it's integral to realize that this is kind of very foundational to be able to form these relationships with the human beings around you, which will ultimately lead you to Christ and you that you will lead them to Christ as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There, you know, it's it's that that saying that I love, which is that um, you know, you might be the only gospel someone reads today, right? You mm. you are you know a living. Once you're baptized and you're a part of the faith. You are part of the body of Christ, and that isn't minimized in any way um, based on anything temporal, right? It's not like a newly baptized person is any less Christian than the Pope, for example. Um, (laughs) Everyone is Christian, and everyone has that story to share, that gospel to share. And so realizing as well, I think, as a young, as a Catholic or a newer member to the community, that it's not just about you receiving from other people, it's also about you sharing from your perspective and your life, um, those things that are going to be life-giving for the people around you too. And I think it's important to also pick up on kind of me, <laughs> something I was trying to, to term poetically earlier, but uh, I don't know if it really came out that way. But the whole idea of how we are a community community connected by Christ, right? Community that was yeah. um, created and, lo- and loved by Christ, that is created and loved by Christ. Because, you know... On the topic of things like belonging and finding like-minded people, like you can go join a book club for that. You can go join a guitar club for that, or you can take mm-hmm. dance classes and get to know all these people and you know who are sharing the same interests and hobbies. Some of sure. some of this is a little bit of that, right? Like you can, but like our faith is not reduced to just a hobby or just an interest. Our faith is very much alive in the fact that, uh, as we've already mentioned. The fact that it's based on a relationship with with Jesus, right? It's not it's not a um, it's not a thing where we have this God who is looking down on us and you know we're his toys or something or whatever, right? He's not some tyrant, yeah. but this is a God who truly wants to be in relationship with us. And so, as we've been kind of hammering home the point now, by now, you know, to to realize that these are people who will um, help bring you closer to that God. Um, and, and not, not just closer to that God, but to really build on that relationship, I think is kind of a even more central thing that we need to remember as we talk about, about community and shared interests and things like that. Mm -hmm. And this is probably a good transition into our second piece too, which is also not to make it too big of a deal in that same way. So 
you know, it's um, we talk about all these things about surrounding yourself with community, realizing that there's something more to this than just uh, an interest group, right? It's it's that and right, like you said, it's not that it's bad to have you know a group of community of, of music. You and I, we both enjoy music. That's part of how we became close is is by doing music in a church group, right? Um, but it's that and more. But, you know, it's easy to say, okay, well, because that more is so grand in that it's God, I need to get into the deep end and know everything. Uh, I need to become an encyclopedia of knowledge about the faith. And I think, you know, that's a really easy temptation to fall into that we want to kind of, you know, ease ourselves past. It's not so much that you need to learn everything now. It's that you want to be able to really be in tune with that thing that's the most beautiful for you right now and let that guide you right um jason and i we talk a lot about you know the different things that are showing up in our lives and and what you'll see in the ebbs and the flows even in our podcast is that sometimes we do do that same thing we'll dive too far into something and realize me probably more so than you but realize that we need to like whoa whoa let's pull back and let's just mm-hmm. keep it simple um and and in that same way as a new catholic same deal right you're gonna hear people mention different saints different theologies all these different things and it'll feel a little bit overwhelming at times but the important thing to realize is that for you and for for you at any point in your faith journey just pay attention to that whatever is simply beautiful for you and just to keep pursuing that right so if that's just the fact that wow jason you and i we really enjoy music today that's a beautiful thing you can keep on pursuing that recognizing that this is the way that you're going to discover god right exactly i uh so i have a friend um, and praise God, he's, I think he's currently still going through RCIA. Um, so he's preparing to, you know, receive his sacraments of initiation and all that. And man, the guy just, uh, even before he started his IC- RCIA journey, um, he was just like all over encyclicals, all over like reading the Bible and reading all these letters and everything. And I was like, man, is this really the way you want to go about doing this. And I think, you know, I will say uh, there are, there are always going to be um, those standout cases or, you know, the unique cases, because for him, this is just the way he learned. This is just the way that like he, yeah. even outside of religious faith discussions or whatever, this is just how he absorbed knowledge. It's how he processes things. So as I got to know him better, I was like, okay, like this actually makes sense for you, but definitely, you know, I, I, I would agree yeah. for the most part, um, like how, how much of, the deep end do you want to dive into? I think, you know, start slow for them. Like I definitely would not be able to work in that kind of a way. Um, But, you know, obviously Andrew, you're a bit more intellectual and and more into the knowledgeable side of things than I am. But so maybe that would work a bit better for you. But um, yeah, I I think part of that is, is, you know, (laughs) work a little bit your way, I suppose. Um, Learn at your own pace. Don't feel pressured to to you know dive into all of these like i said encyclicals or whatnot because that's not that's not what this is about yeah well you know at the end of the day we're called to be saints we're not called to be theologians right and and it's um if if you're kind of wondering like what does this mean for me think about it this way you know if you're discovering the faith if you're rediscovering the faith there's probably a reason why right there's something that drew you in. There's something that drew you back. Find what that thing is. And that's what I mean by the simple beauty, right? For mm-hmm. me, it was that joy and the peace of those friends around me. Like there's something so peaceful with them. And when I stopped and I just followed that, 
that's when I was able to discover more and more of my faith. And then one thing led to another, to another, to another, right? And you learn to listen to that, right? And I think that's kind of what it is. It's, um, you know, yeah, we're knowing theology isn't always being able to recite things, yeah. right? Uh, we we have a really good friend, actually. I was having a conversation somewhere else, though, um, about the interior life. And we were saying, you know, it's interesting that this friend didn't know necessarily um, all maybe the terminology and the rhetoric around the interior life because she so clearly lives it out. Um, and that's kind of what I'm talking about here, right? That you live out these truths in a lot of ways can be more important than whether you can rattle off, you know, the proofs of God's existence, you know? Um, Absolutely. So, so that's kind of where uh, it just keep following that thing that brought you in, that thing that brought you back. And that that's going to be your truest guide. It's not like it's a trivia contest where it's like, you know, can you recite the 1,012 part of the Can you imagine the last the judgment? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, there, there's something called the corporal works of mercy where, you know, you're going out and living the faith, right? And so, um, yeah. no, I, I think that's definitely very important to remember. And, and you know, um, when it comes to the, I suppose, like the intellectual side of things or like the learning about the faith side of things, the questions will always come. Like, even if you were to take the slowest possible way of, like, going about, like, learning about the faith um, and learning about the knowledge side of things, there's no way you can avoid questions. Just because by virtue of, you know, living in a circular world, you know, tr you know, when whenever you might come across various situations in a workplace, for example, or, you know, you see something out on the street and it's kind of like bothering you, like, why did that person react that way? All of these things can be drawn back to what is it like to live a virtuous life? What is it like to how could we have approached it in a Catholic context? Things like that. All of these questions will eventually pop up and those questions will lead to more questions. And that's for me, at least, I think that's how I've um, often had my my questions about the faith answered is just living my normal daily life. And then things pop up and, and, and I'm just like, oh, I should do a bit more research into this. And that's kind of how how I've learned about my faith at, at various times. And, you know, I, I'm glad you bring it up that way, too, because. That's the, that's the other half of this picture, right? Is that, yes, on the one hand, you don't dive in head first. Don't do what I do. You don't need to get into the deep end right away. Um, you know, take it easy, take it slow, but don't stop, right? Um, it, you see around us a lot of people, unfortunately, who maybe went through RCA, maybe went through a period of learning about the faith, but then moved cities, you know, weren't surrounded by that same community to our earlier point, and then just stopped answering those questions, right? Where they would come across different things in their life, and they're like, why is it this way? I don't know, I guess it just is. And then and then that was it. Um, that's also very dangerous, right? Because it is important that we continue to grow in our faith, and knowledge of our faith is an important area of that. So, you know, find what's beautiful, follow that, but keep following it, I think I would say, right? So keep it slow, but slow and steady to, to make sure that you're constantly growing. Because like we talk about in every episode, probably, you know, God is calling us to that relationship and relationships don't grow if both parties don't invest. So it's important to keep on investing in that in that relationship. The two things come hand in hand, right? When it comes to like, I guess, 
the knowledge of your faith and like acting out your faith right on one mm-hmm. hand if you're just just constantly like acting virtuously or whatever like that's phenomenal that's great but eventually like i mean like i literally just said eventually there, people are going to like question you like why are you acting this way what is it that's motivating you and if you're not ans- able to answer that from a kind of like i understand or i know my faith perspective then people won't be able to learn from your example and, and, and kind of your your ability to you know draw others into your faith will be limited by that on the, on the other hand you know if you're if you're just uh, you know you've memorized the catechism and you read all these in, um, encyclicals yeah. and whatever but you're not exactly living it out then people might find you hypercritical right or it, it, it could yeah. be an empty version of the faith and so like like we've been trying to say it, it goes hand in hand it, it's balanced you know one feeds the other and you know it might even be a chicken and the egg thing so you know take both at, at mm-hmm. the right pace at the right pace for you um so I, I think we've we've covered you know a lot of you know things about like knowledge and how to act and you know obviously the community aspect is really important to us as well but another another aspect of the faith is obviously being able to pray, right? And so if someone mm. in these shoes who 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 is new to the faith or just hasn't had, you know, what we would just casually call a conversation with God in a long, 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 long time, like sure. years and years, how how would you tell them or advise them to to start praying? I, I think the first thing that I would say is to recognize what prayer is, right? Um, I think a lot of times prayer can be reduced to a wish list, you know, the time when you are really suffering and you talk to God or only the times when you're jubilant and you're thanking God mm-hmm. and, and kind of those being those peaks and those valleys being the only times you pray and for those reasons. And it's a very um, you know utilitarian thing. It's very like this is when you need something or when you need to thank. Um, but the, the piece to understand about prayer is that uh, in a lot of ways, the point is to orient us back towards God, right? I've already talked a lot today about um, recognizing that beauty. At the end of the day, that's recognizing God in your life is really right. what you're doing. And prayer is a way to reorient ourselves so that we can keep on recognizing those things because it's really easy in the world to get so distracted that you forget what it looks like, you forget what it feels like. So that's kind of the point of prayer. And so when you kind of see that, then I think the first thing I would say is, number one, don't don't give yourself so much pressure, right? You don't need to pray properly. You don't need to say the right words or anything like that. Mm-hmm. If the point is for you to recognize God, then then that's per- how how that works is personal to you. How Jason is going to, how you are going to be able to recognize God is very different from how I'm going to be able to recognize God. And so the way that we pray is going to be very, very different. But I think the piece that is the most helpful and probably the easiest place to start is somewhere where you know God is. Mm. So praying in front of a tabernacle, praying mm. in front of a monster's adoration, right? Where if the point is to reorient myself towards God and learn to recognize God, then I want to put myself in front of God. You know, I want to do that. And I just want to pray there and to take it slow again. The point isn't necessarily for you to feel something right away. If you do, wonderful, praise God, right? If you're blessed with a gift of tears at your first adoration, praise God. Uh, If you're anything like me, that won't always be the case. Uh, But that's okay because what happens over time is that your, your soul starts to learn how to recognize graces in your life. Mm. And, And what you'll see happen over time, if my experience is anything to go by is that um, as you have, all these prayers of nothingness pile up, 
all of a sudden you just notice more graces in your day. Wow, that was beautiful. Wow, that was such a blessing. Wow, that was a grace. Because you're reorienting your soul towards recognizing God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Like definitely the number one thing, put yourself in front of God, right? But um, I think also what I had said earlier about like just recognizing that is casual conversation, kind of like what you were saying, don't put so much pressure on yourself to, you know, prayer feels like maybe it's an intimidating term, but it, it definitely doesn't need to be. Um, what were you saying off the top, right? When we were talking about you and Cherry, you, you and Cherry were sharing about how it's so nice to just be able to have each other, be in each other's presence, right? And just, just yeah. say the littlest thing. Understand, I think, when in the context of prayer that it could be, it is very much the same thing with God. Um, God is here to listen, yes, to your, your biggest celebrations or he's there for you when you're down, like you've already alluded to, Andrew, but he's also there to, to, you know, um, to, to listen to you when you've made a small, I don't know, the smallest thing that could have happened in your day. He wants to hear about that too. And so, you know, understanding that it's a casual conversation, understanding that God is constantly around you. Um, that, that is a big help or two, I find, you know, when, when thinking about, you know, just reaching out to God, right? It, it can be 10 seconds. It doesn't have to be 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be 60 minutes. Um, it can just be a quick 10 seconds and being like, like you said, God, what a wonderful blessing that was. Thank you so much. Right. Um, or yeah, God, I just want to offer up this, this, this problem to you, um, and then go into it and tackle it. Or just like, God, I'm a little annoyed right now, but I know yeah. it shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, you have that a little, lot. Little things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's really, I, I think, you know, we really can't stress enough how much you don't want to over, you don't need to, I should say, over formalize it and put too much pressure on yourself for that. Um, I was, uh, I had a great opportunity to host a series of conversations on behalf of a parish in Vancouver. And uh, one of the speakers we had was Chris Stefanik. Um, and he is a well-known lay speaker. So if you're new to the faith, that just means that he's a non-priest speaker, essentially. And he, you know, uh, does sort of what Jason and I do in this podcast full time. And, um, he's very, fairly well known. He's a little bit better. But he's a little bit bigger. Um, <laughs> and, and, and someone asked him like, Hey, Chris, you know, when you're going through your day, what's your prayer? Like, what's your through the day prayer? And he said, man, I just breathe in and out and say, Jesus, mercy breathe in say jesus breathe out say mercy and that's just my when i'm frustrated that's my prayer jesus mercy mm. like you know these are people who live and breathe their faith a lot more than even jason and myself and it's just it doesn't need to be that 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 crazy it doesn't have to be a formally you know scripted prayer every time it can be as simple as that. it could be just jesus uh it could you could just say love like that could be your prayer you know whatever fits you fits you yeah Exactly. So, you know, if you're if you're eager to start, right, if you want to just go out and after listening to the last 30 minutes from me and Andrew, you're all, you know, excited to learn about the faith. Um, just some some things that we would point you to. So uh, I think we've mentioned some of these things already in previous episodes. So, hey, shameless plug. First of all, maybe you want to listen to our previous episodes. That could help. Um, but also... <laughs> uh formed i think formed is a great resource just because you know the symbolon series that that um is on there i've i've followed it and i've watched it and it, it does a really great job of um breaking things down summarizing our catholic faith into like these different episodes um very very easy to digest just to help you understand the faith more and if you're new to the faith i actually can't recommend it 
enough. Um, I know some uh, RCIA programs that actually use the symbol on series uh, as part of their RCIA formation. Mm -hmm. So um, I should have introduced this better, but formed is basically what I, I like to refer to as like the Catholic Netflix. So um, there's so many videos and, and, and podcasts and movies on formed. So it's just, it's simply F O R M E D dot org. Uh, it does require a subscription, but um, so many parishes actually nowadays have subscription codes yeah. that you can kind of just easily look up online um and and you know if you're struggling with with finding that you can reach out to myself or andrew and we're definitely happy to help you but uh i don't think we can recommend uh, recommend formed enough um any other resources for yeah generally you? no i was just, i was just gonna say for formed uh you can generally look up your local parish almost every parish yeah. now has uh, a subscription to formed uh, is what i've realized and other things to look for on formed if you've already seen symbol and you're looking for other things um, I found the search also quite good. Um, it talks a little bit uh, more, less theological focused and more foundationally on like, why do we believe in Jesus? Why do we believe in our faith? Mm. Uh, you know, what's this whole deal even about? And there's also some really great little mini series on the sacraments as well. So I'd really, really encourage you to yes. look at those, a couple of videos on the Eucharist, a couple of videos on marriage and those types of things. Uh, they're really, really great introductions into you know, what are these sacraments beyond maybe what you might have learned in grade two kind of a thing. So uh, those are really, really great things there. Um, other things that, that we could take a look at as well is looking for books. Um, uh, this is one piece that I think, you know, once you start getting into your faith, you're not really going to be able to get away with not reading books. Um, so looking for um, looking for books. We're laughing because Jason has had the same book uh, on his desk for a, a while now that yes. he's going to start reading soon. <laughs> I will. Um, but uh, <laughs> lots of great books out there. Lots of great, um, lots of great authors. So some authors off the top of my head that that you might want to look into. Uh, Scott Hahn is a great one. Um, Jason Everett and his wife, whose name I can't remember. Crystalina. Crystalina Everett. Um, Crystalina. Um, so Crystalina and Jason Everett write really good books, actually, for uh, approaching the faith from the single male and the single female uh, point of view. Uh, and kind of how how you can approach your faith in that way. Um, Scott Hahn has a great book called Rome Sweet Home. Talks about kind of his discovery of the faith. It's really kind of cool. Um, other ones, um, Bishop Robert Barron, who we haven't mentioned in a while, actually. In a while. Uh, has some great YouTube videos. Uh, and uh, Father Mike, Father Mike Schmitz uh, on uh, on YouTube as well. So some some great content there. Uh, Christopher West for theology of the body, which is so relevant in today's. Yeah, if I could just jump in and there, many many more. Like so, you mentioned Christopher West. You've already mentioned Jason Everett. Like Andrew and I mentioned, you know, a little bit earlier in the middle of our podcast that like as you go throughout your day to day life, you will encounter questions. Uh, one of the biggest questions you'll probably encounter is the idea of sex and dating and and all those things, right? And yeah. and what your vocation is. So, so you know, Christopher West, Jason Everett will be will be ever will be very relevant for you there. Um, and yeah, so uh, you know, we, we also mentioned Scott Hahn. My my dad, I think he, you know, he considers Scott Hahn pretty. I don't know. I don't know if it's advanced in terms of the, theology. So, um, but I think Rome Sweet Home is actually still a good a good book to start with because it's more so about his own testimony, really, and his own journey. So definitely relevant for the audience of this particular episode. Um, but you know, as you go through things like books, um, same thing as what we were saying earlier, right? Don't feel pressured to um, you know st dive deeper than you you're ready for, right? But we do think it is important, I would say, at the very least, to uh, eventually start picking these things up. What we call spiritual 
spiritual reading to help you um you know we talked about community books are in some ways another community another way to kind of access this catholic community that that we have all these different writers who have their own journeys um and are are so we're so blessed to be able to share these journeys with them that they that they can share those journeys with with us um so yeah definitely you know explore explore these resources that andrew and i have put out there um did you have anything else that you want to add to that list just like when while you were saying that i thought of another writer but he uh he also was for a while working with bishop baron at the word of fire institute uh, brandon vaught mm. uh, v-o-g-t i think is his mm-hmm. last name um, he had mentioned, and I don't remember which, uh, conversation with Bishop Barron that, um, you know, we're kind of in the golden age of learning about the church fathers and basically reading through church history, um, and understanding, like you just said, that more about that, um, community, the history, the rich history and culture of the Catholic tradition and seeing, you know, thousands, millennia of years of, um, of other Catholics approaching their faith and going through the same journey as, as, as each of us are going through and sharing their thoughts and their tips. So definitely, you know, don't take it lightly. There's a lot of resources there, but also don't try to finish books too fast. Um, I have a rule for myself where I don't read for more than like 10 minutes at a time, basically, just because I know that in that much time, I'm not getting anywhere fast. So I get to really chew on the words. Um, so, you know, take it, take it easy. Um, and if you really, really want to go to the source, obviously, you know, the Bible itself, um, uh, pick up the new Revised Standard Version, Catholic Edition, um, Revised Standard Version. I, I think there's other editions as well that, that are acceptable by, the, acceptable by the Catholic Church. In terms of actually how to read the Bible, though, like it's not going to work if you just pick it up from the front and go all the way to the back. Um, similar, I, I would just recommend in this in this sense... You know, I, I've been following the Bible in a Year podcast. You already mentioned Father Mike Schmitz. He's the one who who hosts that podcast. Um, he it's literally just it's a Bible audiobook, and then he'll provide five to fifteen minutes of commentary afterwards on on the day's readings, and it's it's in the name Bible in a Year. After three hundred sixty five days, you'll have read through the entire Bible, and you'll have gained the in, infinite wisdom of Father Mike um, with with his commentary as well. So I think that's a great place to start in terms of you know if you're new to the faith and you want to go straight to the source, right? Understanding the Bible in a Catholic context, like that's a good place to start. Um, and of course, you know the Catechism is a very important um, book as well. But again, not necessarily something that you can just immediately pick up and be like be able to process it. There's lots of guides out there. If you're if you're on the younger end of the age spectrum, there's the there's something called the UCAT, uh, which breaks down the Catechism into kind of really much more easily digestible uh, questions and answer format Q and A, right? Um, so that's something that that could be very useful as well. Just again, going back to the source. Um, so yeah, so I think just, you know, to wrap up this episode, Andrew and I just want to say, like, if you are discovering this new faith, right, if you're discovering the Catholic faith, uh, or rediscovering it, um, first of all, like, that's, that's, that's so wonderful. I think, I think Andrew and I want to just, you know, comment on that, affirm that, and just say that, like, you know, thank you for being open to, to even the possibility of, of learning about the Catholic faith and, and joining, and, you know, 
meeting the Catholic Church and all that. Um, but yeah, like we've been saying, you know, take it at your own pace. Uh, take it in a way where you can truly absorb everything and learn and ultimately just discover Christ. And I think the, the main encapsulating message is just that it's, it's very much your own journey, right? There are, there are people who are kind of at this door and they'll kind of maybe take a peek in through the door and maybe they'll turn away. Um, we pray that won't be you. We pray that, you know, whether it's through this podcast, whether it's through maybe the resources that we recommended, that you'll actually take a step through the door and you'll keep going through um walking walking you know i guess further down the hallway if i continue with this analogy um of just discovering discovering the faith and discovering <laughs> christ um so yeah andrew and I, I i think that's that's really the main thing just knowing that it's your own journey that that you have to seize yeah okay. and i guess just a word of welcome welcome to the fold it's a really beautiful journey that you're starting on uh we're super super excited for you guys um, because there's just so much, every beautiful thing that you've experienced to get you here, there's way more to be found. Exactly, exactly. Um, so we'll wrap it up here. Uh, we'll have, we'll come back with another episode in a few weeks and, um, you know, keep us in your prayers. We'll keep you in our prayers. Uh, there is one thing I wanted to mention. Actually, I just remembered uh, off the top, I, I mentioned, you know, finding retreats and ministries to join, to, uh, you know, if you're new to the faith. Um, so the, the, the GT retreat that, that Andrew and I are regularly a part of, um, that registration has been open for a while now, actually, and, and it closes, I believe, in two weeks. Um, so go over there. It's, it, you can find it at ecclc.ca. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful retreat just to, you know, again, if you're new, whether you're new to the faith or as Andrew and I are not, we, you know, we've been going back to this retreat years and years and years. Um, it's just, it's just a wonderful community to be a part of. So, uh, we would encourage you to go check that out. Um, and, and yeah, so we actually also had an episode last year, uh, last September it was probably our third or fourth episode where we talked about our GT20 experience. Um, so go and check that out. Um, but otherwise, Andrew and I will be back in a couple of weeks, um, and we'll talk to you then. Take care, everyone.